I'm Daryl Baskin. You're listening to the future of real estate on your home for success. 105.7. Remember to find your next home at homeguidetulsa.com. One address, thousands of homes, homeguidetulsa.com. We're talking divorce real estate with Leslie Glazer at at Properties. I'm Daryl Baskin, the Baskin Real Estate Specialists at eXp Realty. And something you wouldn't think about is the process of splitting. That's a divorce. And somebody may keep the house. You may need to sell the house. But what if you want to do a buyout? One, One party wants to do a buyout. Interest rates have had a tremendous impact on what people can afford. So if you're if you're selling in a divorce, you both have to go your own separate ways and you're selling a house that has say a 3% mortgage on it. And that's what you're, you're cur- you currently have. You go your separate ways, each of you have to get say a 7% mortgage. But what if one of you wants to buy the house and stay in it, maybe for the benefit of the kids so that there's less upheaval to them, but you have to refinance the house in order to do that. So guess what your new interest rate is on the same house that you already own. It's 7%. That is a huge consideration for families going through the divorce process and certified divorce real estate expert, Leslie Glazer, here with me to discuss this and some of the solutions or challenges that it creates. Leslie, what are you finding? Like, what's the most recent conversation you've had with somebody who's been in this predicament? It's a really difficult question, and it's it's an issue. And unfortunately, a lot of people are not able to stay in the house because the house is the payments have just gone up tremendously. You've taken equity out of the house to have you know, a buyout and the interest rates are higher and all of a sudden your mortgage is another few thousand dollars. For the, so for it, the it same house. Because when yes. you're buying a house, you're buying money. And when you bought the house, the money was attached to the house. So I think what people aren't prepared for is when you're going through a divorce, you can't just keep the same mortgage and make payments because the, the party that you're divorcing doesn't want... And, and often can't have their credit attached to the loan that they've signed for, you have to refinance it. And a lot of people don't realize that a refinance is a brand new loan and you have to qualify for that brand new loan. And there's a lot of protocol and, you know, can you even afford to stay in the house? But besides that, I've had clients come to me and say, you know what, we're going to do a delayed sale. We're going to both stay on the mortgage so he or she can stay in the house for the kids. And that's very dangerous to be married to the mortgage and who has the keys, who's doing the maintenance, you know, who is handling everything. And it really, one little thing will affect both people's credit. And then, so this is so important because your attorney, attorney who's exceptional at the law doesn't necessarily understand or know what is happening on the real estate side when you go out to buy, get a new mortgage and how that impacts your ability to provide housing now that you're an individual and you're, you're parting ways, often judges don't know exactly uh, what is happening. You can sometimes find uh, situations where a judge says, well, we're just going to take you off the mortgage. Well, the mortgage company doesn't have to do that. You know, you signed on that mortgage. You're obligated to it. An example of this is I, I was called in on a case that had um, been settled like two years prior. I wasn't part of that as a divorce real estate expert uh, representing the parties, but they said, hey, Daryl, can you come in and help us kind of untangle this? Well, the the plight of the wife who is now divorced, re- remarried and wanting to go on and buy a new house, her ex-husband, and she was still on this mortgage and it wasn't forced to be refinanced or, or sold, the ex-husband was late on one payment. 
Well, that affected her credit for an entire year. So all he had to do is miss one payment or be late on one payment once a year. And she was uh, like eternally for the remainder of the mortgage. She was kept from qualifying for a new mortgage. Well, you can't oh, get a new loan. My goodness, what, like you want to go on with your life. You've left this person behind for a reason. And they just keep haunting you with, <laughs> with this uh, credit that you can't get away from. And that going into this process, um, you have experts for all kinds of things when you're getting a divorce. You, you have therapists and attorneys and uh, you know, counselors. And you need, your real estate agent needs to be aware of the process of real estate and divorce, how the family law, how, how courts uh, function so that they can give you appropriate advice through the process. Now, I, I'm being very careful here because we're not attorneys. But sometimes I feel like a therapist, and yet we understand some of the aspects, the pitfalls, the, the uh, challenges that you'll face so that we can help you prepare for it or get you to the right experts through this process because you don't want that hanging around your neck when you think your divorce decree is signed and you're all finished, and now you have a bigger problem than when you started. And one thing that I must say that is, it's a rarity, but if your loan can be assumable, which I always have my clients check, that's fantastic. If you've refinanced in the past five, six years, and whoever wants to stay in the house can assume that loan at that price, gets a new loan, but at that rate, that's pretty fantastic. You know, Leslie, in my living room, I had this old, I, I started selling real estate in 1990, that's when I went from investor to actually selling. And I had this sign that's non-qualifying assumption. And that was back in the days where you could assume an FHA loan just by signing a single page form. And you didn't have to qualify for it or anything. Of course, those went away. But that's how I bought my first two properties was non-qualifying assumptions. And they were amazing. Like, imagine if we had those today. Could you imagine that? <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, the non-qualifying assumption that's not there anymore, but uh, assumable loans are definitely worth worth checking on. Remember, you're buying your house and you're buying money. And when you're untangling your divorce, understanding how that's going to affect you and your future is really important. And we work with, I don't know, Leslie, you've got a CDLP, which is a certified divorce lending professional who can answer a lot of these questions and, and help people through that process with... Uh, with some of the challenges. Yes. We work together. Really, you just need to for anything financial. Get your team together when it's uh, when you're you're talking about a divorce. And uh, Leslie, thanks for uh, being on with me today. What is your web address? Yeah, it's divorcerealestatechicago.com. Thanks Leslie, that's uh, divorcerealestatechicago.com. And of course, my web address for divorce specialty TulsaDivorceRealEstate.com. You need somebody anywhere in the country, uh, just stop by, send me a message. We'll connect you to a certified, uh, high-quality certified divorce real estate expert who can get you or your friend through this kind of process. You're listening to The Future of Real Estate, Tulsa source for local real estate news and information. I'm Daryl Baskin. And when you're shopping for a home, remember HomeGuideTulsa.com. One address, thousands of homes, HomeGuideTulsa.com. Com. 
You're listening to the Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.